Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1521 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And you need to be checking out our free podcasting course so you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast, Fire Nation. Freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Noel Wax. Noel, are you prepared to ignite? JLD, I am pumped and ready to go. Yes. Noel is a former CBS sports executive turned entrepreneur as president and co-founder of Groundswell Group, a next generation cause marketing agency that connects brands with their consumers through the causes they support. He has cultivated a culture of corporate social responsibility over at Groundswell Group, and he inspires those around him to push the envelope. Noel, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, thanks, Shaldi. Yeah, it, it, you described it very well. Uh, personal life, uh, I'm a family guy. My favorite times of the morning are when my two kids, five and three, wake up and come running upstairs and give me my morning hug to start my day. I've got an amazing wife. I live in Los Angeles, California, where I was born and raised after stints in San Francisco and New York as a corporate exec. So happy to be home with family around me. So that, that's my driver is just getting up in the morning and getting ready to work after the big hug from the kids. So it's a, it's a fun life right now. Well, I love that. And I also know that you've developed a lot of different areas of expertise over your life. But if you could say, what's your current area of expertise? Kind of expound upon that in just a couple of sentences. Yeah, my current area of expertise, we, we are a cause marketing company, but what I, what I specialize in, we flip the model upside down. Usually you have a company that attaches themselves to a cause. It's a, it's a great cause that they want to support through and through the, uh, the DNA of their company. What we've done is flip that model upside down a little bit, and we allow the consumer to drive the decision on what companies support and how they support them. So it's a marketplace that we create. So my expertise is in generally cause marketing, but then creating new marketplaces for consumers to do business with businesses and then connecting that with causes that are really important to them. So Noel, within that, share with us Fire Nation, you know, we are entrepreneurs, we're small business owners. Share with us something that we don't know in that area of expertise that we probably should. You do have a choice as a consumer with who you support. So while big companies may go out there and say, here's what we're all about, whether there's, there's 1.6 million registered charities in this country. So there's something for everybody. And just because a big company says they support something doesn't mean that you as a, as a consumer have to do that. It's a really important thing these days for baby boomer generation on down to the millennials to say, you know, I, I have choice and control in how I'm consuming products and I want them to support really good things that are meaningful to me as an individual. So that's an important thing thing for people to recognize these days. No, I don't want to be presumptuous, but when companies say something like, this is what we're all about, you can really be like, well, what you're really all about is having me buy your products, your services, your communities, whatever that might be. So you want me as a consumer. So you're really all about what I'm all about. So of course, that company putting the power into their consumer, making their consumer happy. I mean, that just seems like a win-win for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think for, you know, for companies to get behind something is important. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean their consumer has to be behind that thing. Yes, they are all about sales. We've met with, met with many, many companies that say, you know, ultimately, it is about the sale, but we want to be perceived as a good corporate citizen doing good in our local communities across the country. So it is important if it's part of your DNA, you as a company usually will figure out a way to do it. But until now, consumers didn't really realize they had a choice in that process as well. As individuals, we certainly do. But when we're consuming, products, it isn't just about what they support. So yeah, it's, it's a great model. And we were thrilled with enough runway to get there that we figured out a way to do it uh, and create a marketplace for consumer steps control. 
So CBS sports executive turned entrepreneur, you've had your ups and downs both in the corporate world and in the entrepreneurial world. And what I want you to do now, Noel, is take us to your worst entrepreneurial moments. Like take us to the lowest of the low, that moment in time and tell us that story. JLD, it, it, I'm going to have to take us way back because I've sort of bookended <laughs> my my entrepreneurial career here. In college is when it started for me. Um, I started a restaurant delivery service. It was called Dining in Style. I was a bartender. I was a full-time student. I lived in downtown Santa Barbara, but I wanted to do something on my own and create some opportunity for myself to make some money and for some friends to have a chance to make a couple of bucks as well. So we started a restaurant. We I started a restaurant delivery service. It was so fun. I bought a chop top station wagon. My girlfriend at the time was a, a graphic artist. We painted it. I had all my friends. It, it, we started with a screwdriver. So anyone at the time <laughs> could have taken it for a drive. It was part of our advertising campaign. <laughs> I thought my business was going to be selling and delivering food. As it turned out, selling advertising in the menu books, of which we printed 10,000 every quarter, became the business. So it became a, a thriving business in the first year. I was on the cover of the, the local school newspaper. I got a lot of friends' jobs. I got a chance to make 20, 25 bucks a night, which was good for beer money at the time. Yeah. My 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 worst moment was I, I had planned a trip with my girlfriend to Southeast Asia at the end of summer. My business was thriving, and I I, I didn't have an exit strategy. So I literally <laughs> I, I walked into a, a week away from going on this trip. Like, what am I going to do with my business? And it was at that moment I realized that I, I have to have a little bit more of a process, a little bit more of a a plan as I get into these things, and know sort of where I'm going at certain points. There's always going to be surprises. But in that moment, I, I made a what was a really bad decision. I I decided to make the stay with the commitment to my girlfriend and say I'm taking the trip. I'm shutting the business down. Uh, you know, a couple of people will be out of uh, you know delivery service at the school campus. We want to come back after summer. We'll try to pick it back up again. I was never able to pick the business back up again because obviously walking away from it, somebody else walked in, took the idea, and, and thrived. And this was all pre-cell phone, pre-mobile phone, pre-technology. So I lost a really good opportunity to continue a thriving mm. business by making a you know at the time thought was a good decision, but certainly wasn't long term. You know, at first I was like, oh, woe is me. Like Noel's business is too successful for his own good. Like this is really shaping up to be quite the bad moment. But uh, it, it did turn out to be quite devastating when you walked away and you came back and you just couldn't get that engine, so to speak, started again. And that's, that's tough, Fire Nation, because I'll give you the one word that I've realized in business and specifically entrepreneurship that's so hard to crush, and that's momentum. It's so hard to get that initial momentum going. There's so much noise, so much just disparity in the marketplace. That if you can get that momentum going, you got to do everything you can to keep it rolling. So that's my takeaway, Noel. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? In that story, it's, it's you know having a plan, but being flexible within the plan to make different decisions and be able to pivot. I mean, I think that's a pretty common thing people say. A big mantra for me is is to simplify and to go for it. And, and if, as things get too complex and too complicated for me, I tend to get bogged down in too many details. When I'm able to simplify it and assume that, hey, th these are the certain steps I need to take to get there, take those action steps, have plans, have backup plans. And the big piece of this thing is to collaborate. It would have been really easy at the time for me to bring somebody in and say, hey, can you help me out while I'm gone? It's, a, it's starting to be a pretty good business here. I'll pay you while I'm gone. When I come back, I want to have something to come back to. I, I didn't really trust people at the time to build a business around. Now I know how important that is to collaborate and bring people in that you trust and can ride this wave up and down with them. And it's really important to be, have other people involved in the process. Simplify and go, Fire Nation. Just go. So, Noel, let's talk about one of your greatest ideas today. One of those aha moments you had that you ran with, you turned into a success. 
Take us to that moment that you had that idea and then walk us through the process of turning it into that success. I've got two. Um, one aha moment that I think a lot of us probably have, but for me, it wasn't clear. I had actually started this business before I had left CBS. I was on the board of advisors for the company. I love the direction that they were taking. I put together the, my, my fellow board members. I remember sitting at a dinner in New York with three trusted board members of the company. I was excited about all the things we were doing. We're building a nonprofit marketplace. People are going to love what we're doing. We're supporting all these communities and people and all the causes and all this great work that we're doing. And the three of them looked at me and every, to a person, they said, Noel, where's the revenue? And, and I, I fought it at first. And I, you know, it, it, that'll come. It'll come. It was a self-funded adventure. I didn't feel like going out and getting venture capital at the time. And I thought, you know, the revenue will come as we build it. But I was getting close. In my heart of hearts, I thought, I'm bleeding through this a little bit right yeah. now. How am I going to continue the process? Every one of them said, where is the money going to come from? I walked away from that meeting saying, my focus needs to change. I need to figure out how I'm going to drive revenue through this business today. That became my singular most important focus. And within 30 days, we'd actually figured it out, which was a nice thing. But by that aha moment was them directing me. And the funny thing, JLD, was that I had told so many people this before as they had come to me as an advisor. I'm great at giving my opinion, giving <laughs> advice, but I was in the middle of it at that point and hadn't even taken my own medicine. So that direction, that moment to say, revenue, 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 make it the focus. And within 30 days, we were on track and, and really haven't looked back since. So that was important. Can I give you a second? Yeah, but before you do, let's not get too yep. deep in the weeds on this one, but can you tell us how you went from just people being like, dude, you got to generate revenue to within 30 days doing just that? I mean, what can you share there? Well, it, it just, for me, it's, again, when I, once I simplified and went for it, you know, I, I went out and got a little bit of funding to give me a little bit of runway to get to a certain idea. And I focused on the customer side, the brand side, the company side of our business, not so much on the nonprofit side. At that point, we knew what the want, nonprofits wanted. We knew what they need. They need money. They need publicity. They need volunteers. 100% of them need those three things. Okay, I get it. I don't need any more conversations with nonprofits to understand that side of it. The companies, what do they need. So once I focused on what their need was, because they're the ones that are paying the bills for us and to the nonprofits. So once we figured that part out, we just went for it. I had a lot of relationships when I left CBS. So it was, it was a question of calling the people that I knew and saying, hey, here's the model. Here's how it works for you. What am I missing? If we were able to do X, Y, and Z, will you jump on board with the business? And I, I can't say 100% of the time they said yes. It was usually very attractive, Nolan. If you can figure out a way for us to generate sales or increase our brand influence, then of course we'd be on board. So it was having the conversations with the right people that had the money with a compelling story and then making them part of that process of how we can create a solution for them based on the marketplace that we had created. All right, number two. Thank you. So number two was, this is a little bit more uh, philosophical and psychological. It, the, the aha moment was when I decided to deal with my baggage, I made a major breakthrough. And by that, I mean all of us have them skeletons in our closet. So as an example, I left University of California, Santa Barbara in 1993. I was one class shy of my graduation. It had never come back to haunt me. I had told people, yes, of course I graduated. I'd put it on my resume. It was misleading. Absolutely. I tried over the period of 15 years or so to take the one class. Things got busy. Never really. But until I made that commitment to deal with the stuff that was holding me back, and there literally was a day, and I said, if I don't deal with things, I am not going to be able to 
break through with the idea and the concept because I'm going to always get to have this in the back of my mind. So from some of the interviews that you've done, I've learned from other people to break through those things, take care of your baggage, take care of the little things and move forward. So that aha moment was I finally realized, hey, deal with the stuff and you'll be able to move forward. So that, that was another moment for me that was critical in our success. Fire Nation, that's why meditation can be so key because if you can just clear your mind, like if you can just get rid of the little nagging mental baggage that we are all carrying around because of notifications, because of X, Y, or Z, you're going to be so much more clear, focused, and productive with the time that you have. So, you know, meditation can do that. Clearing up little things in the past that were always nagging at Noel, that can do that as well. So just make it happen. Now, Noel, let's kind of move forward to today because with Groundswell, you have a lot of cool things going on. But what's the one thing that you are most fired up about right now? It's this marketplace. It, it really is something we created. Our clients are so excited to work with us because there's so many options that they have. And most of the time, they don't have the bandwidth to deal with the size and scope that we, we deal with. So we love working with clients to say, I love it. I'm just too busy. I can't make 5,000 calls to figure out all the different nonprofits that are in our space to work with. And what I'm fired up about is when it works. I really, I don't care if their corporate culture is set up to say, we want to do good in the community. If they just say, we want to support certain certain causes. That's enough for me because I know I can help them drive their business. And at the same time, I can leave a lasting or help leave a lasting impact. So for us, we just called, oh, by the way. So you're, you're growing your business, you're increasing sales, you're influencing brand preference. And oh, by the way, you're changing somebody's life by working with us and through us. And that didn't exist before. So if that means we are able to provide a wheelchair for a veteran because we gave $250 to an organization, that person can you know, get to and from work or to and from the bus. They can feel good about themselves they gain confidence. That is life-changing from the literally the ground up and every single person can make an impact on somebody else through business or through personal. So I am so pumped that we figured out a way to connect those two things, the brands, the companies with the nonprofits. So both of them walk away, ultimately executing what they're all about. So I'm, I'm pumped about that. So I heard you just say from the ground up. So can you just quickly take us through maybe how you came up with the idea Groundswell? one individual person, one individual company, one individual thing at a time collectively or aggregately getting together to make a resounding impact on communities and worlds and business. So Groundsoul is the perfect model for us. As we looked it up, we realized there was some uh, something out there that had some political affiliation. We certainly don't have that. But Groundsoul is, 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 as it sounds, building a groundswell of support, small, medium, and large across the board, across the country, across the world to make a lasting impact one small piece at a time. Well, Fire Nation, we're going to make a lasting impact in the lightning rounds after we thank our sponsors. As entrepreneurs, we want to partner with the right people and companies who can help us serve our audience better. Unfortunately, sometimes those partners can be hard to find. Let's take your payment processor for example. If you're not partnered with a company who shares the same values as you and your company and who's going to have your back when it comes to one of the most important parts of your business, accepting payment from your customers, then that can be a huge problem. Luckily, with Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payments including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take payment in over 130 currencies. Plus, as your company continues to grow, Braintree will stay by your side. From your first dollar to your billionth, all it takes is a couple of lines of code to get started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. 
A few years ago, I started paying closer attention to the foods I was putting into my body, which led me to try juicing, and we all know that green juice is good for us, right? But if you ever tried juicing before, not only does it cost a lot, but it is so time-consuming. Thankfully, I found a solution for quick and easy nutrition that gives me energy and helps me reduce stress every single day, Organifi Green Juice. Organifi Green Juice is an organic superfood green juice powder that you just add to water. Best part, it tastes really good. Visit Organifi.com and use promo code FIRE for 20% off. Plus, if you're one of the first 50 to take action, they'll also send you a Freedom Journal too. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code FIRE. Organifi.com, promo code FIRE. Noel, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was so scared to fail. I I didn't want to disappoint people. I just didn't. I didn't. I was so comfortable in my wonderful executive corporate job. It was great making good money. I was so scared to fail. And I kept telling other people, go for it, go for it, go for it. I couldn't do it myself. That was it. I was scared to fail. What's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, my dad, my dad said to me, Noel, take some risks, son. <laughs> it was that simple. Take some risks, son. I think he <laughs> regretted not having taken some, yeah. um, thought it would be a great opportunity for me. And I, I, I my dad is my mentor and, and uh, one of my closest and dearest friends. And so when he said that to me, it really hit home and said, go for it. And that, that's what I did. I'd start taking some risks and so far it's paid off. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I want to start my day with wins. Uh, so I do as much as I can before the rest of the family gets up. I mentioned earlier about you have my kids run up and give me a hug. Before that even happens, I, I start my day with three things. One, I make my bed. I mean, that, that's the easiest thing to do. I feel accomplished. Like If everything else goes wrong that day, I have one victory. Uh, I meditate in the morning. If I don't get to it in the morning at some point during the day, whether it's five minutes or 15 minutes, I set aside some time. I sit with myself and I figure out, you know, that's where I find a lot of solutions to the things that are grinding at me. So every single day I meditate and I journal. I write things, whether they become public information or not. I write my thoughts to myself and it gets me directed on the things that are important for me to focus on during that day. So if I start my day with those three things as a personal habit, I know I've got three wins under my belt and the rest of the day, it's not always great by any means, but (laughs) I know I've got those in my back pocket to go out there and try to set the world afire. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Mine are, are appropriate for me, and there's there's two uh, companies out there. Uh, one's GuideStar, and another's Charity Navigator. Those are the first two sources I go to find all the information about these organizations that we want to work with or connect people to. A little bit old schools is SCORE. It's a government organization. It's how I got my start and got the courage to go out there and do some things. It's a great source that the government offers to us. It's There's advice. There's mentorship. There's programs. There's templates for things. There's coaching and training and guidance and seminars and webinars. So I go back. It was really really important early on in my entrepreneurial cycle to use that resource. Now a little bit less so, but I always recommend other people go to that. And the last one is, is all business, allbusiness.com. I go there a lot for resources, blogs, data, information. If I need templates on anything, I certainly don't have all the answers. So between those four, those give me all the things I need to get through my day. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? If with your permission, I'll, I'll give you a title, and if it's okay, I'll dive into a little bit. Sure. The Psychology Influence of Persuasion. 
um, it, it is it is a, a guide for me, and and really was a guide because it's a lot of stories on social studies. The, my favorite story out of that was, you know, they went to a college campus and they interviewed a hundred people. They tried to get people to volunteer their time for a senior citizens assisted living home. So they went about it two ways, two different pools of a hundred people. This is an example from the book. First hundred, they asked one question. Will you give one weekend of your month to volunteer your time at a senior assisted living home? And the answer was 17% of the people said yes. The second pool of 100 people, and I may have the numbers a little bit off, but second pool of 100, they asked two questions. First question was, will you give three out of four weekends uh, to volunteer your time at an assisted living home? Mm. And 6% of the people said yes. And the follow-up question was, will you give one weekend? 86% 86% of the people said yes. So wow. just by virtue of the psychology and influence of persuasion and how you communicate with people, that book is so influential because a lot of times we think we're working really hard. But we're not necessarily working really smart. So that book really helped me guide, guide my way to how to ask questions and how to communicate mm. with people effectively. That's fascinating statistics. Mm. Let's end today on Fire Brother with a parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Do the best you can to face your fears head on, um, mostly because they're rarely as bad as you make them out to be. We make them up in our minds and we give them this big devilish thing and like they're their incredible Hulk and we'll never accomplish them. If you're able to face them and face them early on, either in your day or in your cycle as an entrepreneur, they're, they're not never as bad as they seem. And as you get through each of those things that have in some way been holding you back, you gain confidence. Every time you do it, you wipe another one away and you gain more confidence. So by experiencing that and getting through them, there's a mantra around, you know, to fear is to fail, to dare is to do. A lot of people talk about their fears, but they don't have to be as intimidating as you make them out to be. That was a, a life lesson for me and a really good piece of advice I can pass on to anybody's face them, deal with them. They're never as bad as they seem. And as you get through them, you'll gain more confidence. Um, on the second part of that, the best way to connect with me is is through our websites, uh, Groundswell Group. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Individually, I love to connect with businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofits, people that want to figure out a way to communicate. I give eight hours of my time every week to just to giving back. So whether that means a conversation with a charity or a nonprofit, donating or volunteering my time. So directly, I'm Noel at groundswellgroup.com. I'm also at Twitter and Facebook. You can find me at Noel, uh, Noel Wax on either of those social sites. I'm fairly active there, but that's how you connect with me. I love to communicate with your, your entrepreneurs, people that listen, anybody that's interested in having that conversation. Wow. Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with N-Dubs in JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com just type noel that's n-o-e-l in the search bar his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today best show notes in the biz timestamps links galore of course head over to groundswellgroup.com and fire nation you heard it's noel will get back to you via email he loves hearing from fire nation so if you have any just desire to ask him questions or you know what his area of expertise is Noel, N-O-E-L, at groundswellgroup.com. Hit him up. And Noel, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Noel today. And you know this, goals equal success. And with the freedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Start feeding your body what it wants and needs with Organifi Green Juice. Visit Organifi.com and use promo code FIRE for 20% off. Plus, if you're one of the first 50 to take action, they'll also send you a freedom journal. Get peace of mind when it comes to one of the most important parts of your business, accepting payments. With Braintree, it's easy to accept payments from your customers. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment in over 130 currencies. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire.